0: Welcome to the Partners for Better Communities podcast. I'm Amanda Love, and today we have special guest Jimmy Moss from the City of Galax. Jimmy is the project manager at the city, as well as the president of the Virginia Building and Code Officials organization that represents all building and code officials throughout Virginia. Welcome, Jimmy.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: And you're all the way, I say all the way out, you guys aren't that far out. You're out in southwest Virginia, in beautiful southwest Virginia. The sun's coming out today, hopefully the rain's staying away, and um, what do you do out in, in the city of Galax?
1: Well, we do a lot of things. I mean, city of Galax has had the largest fillers convention in the world for years. I mean, world-renowned for that. We have uh, lots of other activities, canoeing, kayaking, horseback riding uh, bicycling and just lots of outdoor sports and activities.
0: Yeah. If you've never been to Galax, you definitely need to get out there. It's, it's a beautiful area of Virginia. I always say Southwest Virginia is, is the little gym of, it's not a little gym. It's a big gym of, uh, of Virginia. And in out in Galax, you're the project manager. So what, what exactly do you do for the city?
1: What I do for the city is I manage all the infrastructure projects in the city. So I ensure that the city's interests are met and that schedules are met as well, you know. So if uh, community dollars are spent, I'm usually right there involved.
0: You also, well, I will say this, you you were with Grayson County as the building official for 17 years up until recently. So your your move to GALAX was recent, but you've been in the building community down there in Southwest Virginia for quite some time.
1: Yes, I have. Uh, Grayson County, I was fortunate enough to work for them as their building official for 17 years. Uh, We had a pretty dynamic department where we you know we utilized a lot of things that people are just now starting to do I mean we were the first ones in Virginia that I know of that utilize drones and stuff for some of our large-scale inspections um, you know we've we've uh, electronic plan reviews and things like that so when when I'm hearing people talk about some of these things it's you and going to integrate it in and here we are in little Southwest Virginia doing it already I, I kindly hold my head up proud but we've been very fortunate here
0: now that's amazing and it sounds like with this COVID-19 pandemic you guys were kind of already had some things in place to to adjust to um what we're calling the new normal of of more of a digital interaction with folks rather than that normal face-to-face that you think of with our building and code official community
1: well, if you think a lot, we're kind of remote from Virginia just by the sure nature of the way the state is shaped. So being able to reach out remotely has been a key for us for years. And, you know, I've kind of grown and actually commented on this yesterday to Ms. Davis. Uh, I've, I've kind of enjoyed some of the interaction that we've had and the, the trainings that they're offering and different things. It's, you know, cut down my travel time immensely. And it seems to be working very well. So DHCD's adapted to this very well.
0: Yeah, we are um, we are exploring every option here at DHCD, and and really trying to make sure that our mission and and our focus and our work has not even really skipped a beat since uh, since we transitioned to our remote working that we've been doing here. So that's always a great thing to hear. And and I know in addition to being um, a, a building code uh, official and, and, and um, a project manager now at City of Galax. You also are, as I mentioned, the president of VBCOA, the Virginia Building and Code Official Association. Um, that's a mouthful right there, but, uh, you are, you are the president there. And can you talk a little bit about, I don't know if all of our viewers are, are, um, or all of our listeners are, are aware of VBCOA and what you guys do for Virginia.
1: Well, VBCOA of course is near and dear to my heart. I mean, it's an organization that's been in place since 1929. So we're an association, uh, building safety professionals dedicated to protection of the health and safety and welfare of all who live and work or visit the commonwealth you know, so we work very strongly in the uniform interpretation and and of the code and of course the adoption of of Updated and, and regular codes and work hard on the code update pro- in the code update process. So we're a we're an association dedicated to the health and safety and welfare of
0: our citizens well that's amazing and you know i think that is a great segue into why we are chatting today um which is may is building safety month which is um a, a very important time for us uh, jimmy and i were talking earlier and i think that building safety month is a uh 12-month celebration that we can honestly feel safe in all of our buildings um, that we have in Virginia. And so can you talk a little bit about what, um, I know May is the specific month to celebrate this, so can you talk a little bit about what Building Safety Month is? I know the governor has proclaimed May um, as Building Safety Month, but can you talk to us a little bit about what it is and, and how how we can celebrate?
1: Oh, absolutely. Um we we really love building safety month here it's been a great way for us to interact with the with the citizens and to put a personal face on the building code enforcement personnel so when you make that personal connection with the citizens you become an asset so building safety month is a way to celebrate what building code enforcement professionals do every day and what service that provides for the communities so here you know we've we band together and we have events and things like that. Of course, this year with COVID, we've had to change our usual events. And so we're not having that in person interaction. But we've, we're still having Building Safety Month. And so we contacted WBRF and WCGX and Galax and said, hey, can we do ads and stuff on your, on your programs? So we do a daily spot and it's broadcast throughout the day over and over. So we've done that on each one of the different topics of the month for for Building Safety Month. Of course, the city here, it too proclaimed May as Building Safety Month by dropping its proclamation, but Building Safety Month is by far the best way to interact with the public and to put that personal face on the building departments.
0: So I think in Virginia, um, I was thinking about myself, like walking into work or being home, which again, we have gotten very accustomed to being at home during this quarantine time of COVID um, or, you know, walking into church or to stores. And I think, uh, you know, in Virginia, it doesn't really cross your mind to think about why we feel so safe in our buildings? Why we're not worried about the structure of our buildings or the safety of our buildings? And I think a, a lot of that's in part—it's—it's it's a multifaceted thing. You've got uh, Virginia's got very strong codes that are recognized nationally um, as as being very strong, um, sustainable, and affordable um, because it really needs to be all of those things as well as resilient. Um, but our code officials are are fire, our building, our property maintenance. I mean, all even down to our amusement device officials that will, you know, our folks that will go out and check the the roller coasters and all those kinds of things that, um, that again, are keeping us safe, that we're not even thinking through that. We're just going along in our day and just, we, um, we just know it's there and we don't think about why. So can you talk a little bit about, about the why? I mean, talk about our code development process. I know um, I have a feeling that you've been a part of that of that process um, over your career.
1: I have. Uh, and the code development process is is one that I think every co professional should be a part of. I think you should always have a say in the codes with which you enforce, and also that are enforced upon you. So. And it is a nice it is nice to not have to worry about whether the structures we live and work and play in are safe and not having to give anything like that a second thought and just go through our daily activities. And all that's done by the through the code development process and its adoption and the use of all those different stakeholders that come together to put together these codes. I mean, you know, I know that a lot of people before We started interacting with them so much, and the communities just thought that the codes were somebody who just sat down and wrote these things out, and then everyone just had to live with them. But it's everyone. Everyone can be involved, and and so many people are, and so many stakeholders, that it's a true, I guess, diversity of of needs and interactions that make, make the code so strong and so good for our people so yeah i mean and then you know with the addition to cbcdp access where you're not necessarily sitting in those debate rooms for hours and hours on end and and you know everyone has at least more of a voice throughout and then the online voting system was game changers in the code development process but yeah the code development process is by far the key to our safety and 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 feeling of safety without a second thought.
0: Yeah. And I, I don't know if, if, uh, folks understand, but the code development process is actually a three year, um, process. And so right now our codes that are enforced currently are the 2015 codes. Um, and it takes about two to three years for those codes to go through all these steps to be able to be, um, you know, accepted as the code for Virginia. Uh, we are currently in our 2018 cycle, and and we're we're wrapping up. I I believe we're getting towards the more of the final uh version of the codes uh, where we've gotten through that. But I do agree with you. Is that um, it is amazing to see the collaboration across so many sectors. And the beautiful thing about our code process is that anybody who wants to be at the table, um. Being a part of this and being part of the discussion is is allowed to, so it is an open forum for whether it's residents, whether it's code officials, fire officials. Uh, it, it really runs the gamut um, of everybody, and and you know it it's been amazing to see that process um transform. And I will say, I will give us a shout out. I know it's not number one and we've been number one, um, but Virginia is ranked number two by the Insurance Institute for Business and Home Safety um, for uh, our codes and the strength of our codes and resiliency of our codes when it comes to natural disasters and other causes of loss. So I did want to give that a shout out to give a huge shout out to the to the to the Virginia codes that we are ranked number two. Um, for that by by a national organization
1: you know and it's really nice too to see the diverse group come together with different thoughts and ideas and then it meshes one in the end mm-hmm. um, you you even see that in the different work groups that set aside preparing for these code changes and things so yeah it's a really really good process really interesting process
0: yeah, it's it's been amazing, and so I believe next year in 2021 we'll see the rollout and implementation of the 2018 um, codes, and so again we're we're I think sort of in the more of the. Um, towards not the end i'm going i'm not going to say it's the end but we are um, getting towards wrapping up this particular code cycle and the crazy thing that i don't think anybody knows is as as soon as that code this code cycle for the 2018 codes is finalized in 2021 we're immediately into the 2021 code cycle um, so again, it's it's one of those things that's never ending and I think again it, it's all a testament to our building safety and how vital and necessary that is not just for um, keeping our folks safe but our uh, commerce and trade. I mean, if you don't have good building codes, how are you going to attract businesses? how are you going to keep your residents safe? Again, it really does affect, every part of our lives. Because if you think about how much time we spend in buildings, um, it, it really is part of it. And so we've, we've gotten through the code development process. But talk to me about uh, the folks that you represent, which is our building and code officials, those that are out there every day making sure that our buildings are safe and that the codes that you guys have spent so much time developing and and making um, to be the best that they can be are being enforced. Can you talk a little bit about those those folks?
1: Oh yeah, and you know I really think those folks are the backbone of, of course, our association, but also they're the they're the they're the backbone of their communities. They have they they make or break their communities, in my personal opinion. Um, if they enforce the codes and they do it in a way that uh, general public Can perceive it, perceive what they're doing, and then enforce the codes as they're intended to be enforced. Their communities are usually stronger. They usually have um, more growth than communities where it's not maybe done as well. So, I think that the knowledge of our our people, which our members, we try to instill knowledge and encourage education, and just and and their work within the code development process because all those things make them much better at their jobs. And if they're better at their jobs, they've got a stronger community and a stronger community of course is a more, I guess, economically sound community.
0: Mm -hmm. I, I completely agree with you. And I think, you know, we were talking, uh, before we got on here about a lot of times in the past, um, the building official is deemed as almost a roadblock to moving forward with, you know, renovations or construction or um, those types of things. And and I think that's really um, not the case. I think that the thought is that our, our code officials, I'm going to say code officials in general, I said building, but any code official um, is really there to assist and be sure that uh, you're uh, putting your your yourself, your customers, um, anybody you know, your family in the safest uh, environment possible. And so, can you talk a little bit about that? Trans. I think that's been a transformation, definitely, and something we continue to work on.
1: Yeah, I agree. And you know, in my department in Grayson, the idea was not to be the obstacle, but to be the roadmap of how to get to where they wanted to be. What is it you want to do, and how do we get there? So. Instead of just saying no or sending them away for them to come back and give you some sort of whatever, ever answer it was, sit down. You know, we sat down and made a purpose to talk to the people, to make sure that they understand that we're here to help them and make sure that we were assisting them to get to where they wanted to be, not just an obstacle to overcome. And I think that's the key. And I think all Virginia looks that way. Um, I know with my trans transfer here to the city you know the building official here he also he sits down with his people he talks to them and he tries to be that liaison for their community not to bypass the coast but find a way to navigate the coast to get to where you need to be
0: and that that's i like the way that sounds i i like that and i think that that is a way that we want to celebrate our code officials throughout Virginia for what they do day in and day out. And I think, um, we've tagged them before as silent heroes. You know, you don't really see them. You don't, you don't think about it. Um, but in reality, the work that they do is so vital to Virginia, um, being, uh, the state it is, uh, being successful like it is and, and having, um, Safe homes, affordable homes, resilient homes, resilient buildings in general. Um, can you talk about? I know it's it's Building Safety Month, and um, you know how are ways that we, you know, how can we celebrate? I know this this year's a little different. Um, normally, I you know talk a little bit about what you guys do in Grayson. I know you guys have a big celebration out there. That is typically what's happened. Um, you know, I know, I know you're in Galax, now, but you were very well known for your grace and. In- Uh, actually the regional there's a regional collaboration with your event to celebrate building safety month but can you talk a little bit about how we can celebrate and even as we're still you know i know we've moved into phase one but we're still a little quarantined at home and and not able to get together in large events and and celebrate normal means but talk about that and and how we can think and and recognize those folks
1: well you know of course we would like to have our large events and have everyone come out and you know, food and a lot of entertainment, just lots of stuff and information that we could interact and give, but we can still provide the information. So, you know, we're reaching out. We're doing radio spots. We also have our tourism people, so we're the website and our Facebook pages, you know, they're still working, and we're still providing that information on those. And just like you're doing here now, podcast. What a better way to reach out to people, you know, I'm going to steal that, by the way. So, <laughs> but uh, so you, but anything you can, you can do it. to interact, you know, is 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 vital, and and it puts that personal face on your building department.
0: Yeah, it's, I think I think that's exactly right. It's it's education, um, and I think that's a really big key for for what you guys do because I think a lot of people just go through those motions and and you don't really think about it and if you don't if you're not in the construction industry maybe maybe or you're you know you're not doing a renovation or things like that you don't think about um, all that it's taken to get your home or your work or any of those places up to a certain standard that everybody feels safe and comfortable and and um and I think you know again, it's just a testament. And although this year uh, we're we're doing things a little differently, it does not negate the fact that we are still celebrating our building uh, and code officials uh, throughout all of Virginia, um, our fire officials, our building officials, our property maintenance officials. Any of those those folks um, that are there to keep us safe and keep our buildings strong and resilient uh, they deserve a huge shout out for that
1: you know we found we found early on that if we uh, included elected officials in our in our uh, building safety month events and things that you know it also made the building departments more palatable to the elected officials who may have seen them in a different light as well so we found that was really good, and then we took it a step farther so we'd have delegates come and uh, senators. We've had senators. I mean, you know, so we try to include a lot of diverse people too, just to keep building safety on the forefront of everyone's thought.
0: Yeah. Well, and I think, you know, you think about NAIL, the focuses that are, um, you know, of this particular administration that we have, um, NAIL, and affordable housing. Um, And resiliency are are two major focuses, and so you can't have either one of those without strong and um and you know uh, uh, fully encompassing uh, building codes and the you know and having a strong enforcement of those. So I think again, it's just one of those things that um, again they're they're the silent heroes. They really are. They. They do the work. They they rarely look for accolades, accolades, and um and you know it's it's really important work that that you that you all are doing out here in Virginia throughout all of Virginia. I do want to give a little plug. ICC, the International Code Council, does lead the national, uh, the national Building Safety Month campaign, and Virginia as well as almost every other state in in the nation, um, participate. So this year it's, uh, their theme is safer buildings, safer communities, safer world. And I think that is a perfect, perfect encompassing, um, theme for this year. Um, we're trying to stay safe and healthy, uh, throughout this COVID crisis. And again, thank goodness we have our building and code official community that truly, um, keeps us safe. And it's not just, and I will say this, and I don't think we talked about this, but beyond just our VBCOA is, is a big part of, of our building community, but we do also have lots of partners and stakeholders. And I want to make sure we, we talk about them too and, and give them a shout out. Cause again, it's, it's not a unilateral approach to safe buildings here. We've got our, you know, architects, we've got engineers, we, you know, it we've got our, uh, our advocacy groups too that are out there doing that?
1: Absolutely, yes. We have so many different stakeholders, whether it be different associations such as VPMIA or Wicked or or the Home Builders Association. You know, there's so many different different ones, and they all play a key role. Everyone.
0: And I think that's that's uh, that's a good way to wrap up today. Is uh, we couldn't all do it alone. We need each other, and um, and it's amazing to think about how strong and collaborative, as well as innovative, our building safety community, our building community, and that will encompass all of those amazing partners that you mentioned. Um, really the work that you all do to keep us safe and and continue to keep us in in sustainable and um, affordable buildings so thank you Jimmy so much for the work that you do down in Southwest as, as well as your organization of ebcoa does for all of Virginia and again educating um, and keeping you know keeping the codes you uh, continuing to grow and 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 transform to be even more safe you think about where we've come so far in the code development process too with with where we were you look even 20 years ago um in the things that have been implemented to continue to provide energy efficiency and um and safety and you know all of those different things it's it's been amazing to see
1: well it has and thank you so much for having us we've i've enjoyed this immensely so
0: Perfect. Well, hopefully you will be uh, celebrating building safety month, uh, wherever you are. And always, if you know a building community, uh, partner, whether it's, it's one of the stakeholder groups, whether it's a local building official, fire official, property maintenance official, make sure you tell them thank you, um, for the work that they do day in and day out to keep us safe. And if you do have, uh, if you're looking for more information on Building Safety Month, you can always visit DHCD's website at dhcd.virginia.gov. And VBCOA, do they? Do you want to give your, your organization a shout-out, Jimmy, for, for your website or any contact information if they're looking for you?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, visit us, vbcoa.org, uh, and, uh, you know, if you're interested in look through our website. And for someone interested in joining, please do contact us. We'll, we'll do, we, we got all our contact information on our website. And so, you know, we'd be loved to speak with anyone.
0: All right. And that's VBCOA.org, correct?
1: VBCOA.org.
0: VBCOA.org. Thank you so much, Jimmy, for being with us today. And again, thank you for the work that you do um, to keep, uh, you know, to keep, building a stronger virginia so we appreciate you and we appreciate all your members and um thank you thank you we hope you'll tune in next time for the next episode of partners for better communities thank you for being with us today